It is the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Well, hey, Tommy. Kind of. It's sneaking the Daily Talk Show into one day because we're, we're about to miss the day if we don't do this in the next hour, 15 minutes. You sound like a potato because um, <laughs> you're, you're recording on your internal mic in your Mac. Yes. Um, and you sound clear. Yeah. Uh, I, I sound fine. Because you're normal. Hey, I might uh, also so- sound fucked up my tongue i've got like a blister on it like a multiple i don't know what the fuck from what? i reckon it could be from this um like hot meat thing that i was eating today what hot meat what was it what were you oh, eating just like this bean like uh, almost like a Fucking burrito mix. mix it was like a burrito mix that I, it was frozen then i reheated it and mm. i reckon i burnt the fuck out of my tongue in multiple spots so i feel like I feel like I can't talk properly. We we recorded a, a podcast early this morning. I was in Sydney at the time. You were in Melbourne. Now we're currently both in Melbourne in our uh, different homes. Yes. You're in your car. <laughs> uh, the fucking the technical shit didn't work, which is very upsetting because I was – very excited about this opportunity opportunity because I can play like with this software we're using to record remotely. I can do, do things like like ballpark sound effects, and <laughs> even if I make jokes, I've got that. Oh, um, uh, mate, when have you ever had any fucking tech? What's been the biggest technical issue you've ever had? Just the- you might go nowhere. You might have nothing other than this. Oh, mate, in radio, there's. It's it's horrible because that it's like you're getting paid to do that, and there was mornings we got in, and working the regional radio, there's like no one, no technical people in at at four a.m., and so we would literally get there, and the the panel, the thing that runs the audio through, out to the bloody signal, the aerial was fucked. It just wouldn't work, yeah. and so we had to go into another studio. And then that wouldn't work. It was just a fucking nightmare. And um, I fucking sweat. I get like super hot. If something's not working or if I fuck something up, even today I just had a micro moment where I was like filming something and then I'm like I realized I didn't button on. I wasn't recording. Uh, it wasn't a big deal because it was just one of those quick moments. But um, that shit's a disaster when that sort of thing happens. Well, th- this is like a – to do something every weekday, we've still got two days that we can just relax. Fucking yeah. the dudes who are pumping out a vlog a day for over a year, for two years. You know, have you seen that guy, Ben Brown, who yeah. he vlogged for like 400 days or something straight. So making a video a day, it would literally take up to 10 hours every day of your life for, for, for yeah. every He... And I don't think there's any correlation. Actually, maybe there is. He's got Bell's palsy. Have you seen? What is that? So you know, uh, um, no. what's his name had it? Sam Newman had this, and it's where your your face, half of your face, the muscles, basically don't activate. So he's half of his face looks droopy. But wasn't Sam Newman's one? Was was he really? Was that really an issue, or was he? I always just assumed that he'd had heaps of cosmetic surgery. He, he's had that too, but no, he had Bell's palsy as well, which, okay. he, yeah, half of his face was sort of drooping. Anyway, this guy Ben Brown's had it, and he made this video talking about it, 
And he basically, if you were to try to look in the mirror and talk and then have half your mouth, it's almost like he's talking like he's talking like this. It's amazing. And he was saying that he woke up one morning and he half of his face wasn't working and he fucking shat himself, went to the doctor and they said you got Bell's palsy and, it, and it, the muscle will start activating and you should have it back within three months. But fuck, man, he said it's stress-related. And so you're, you're connecting his daily vlog with maybe, <laughs> maybe, like were they two separate stories? Have you done a bit of a me? Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he's, sort he's, of- very, he's been very stressed. I'm feeling for Ben and then he's, uh, yeah, got Bell's palsy out of it. No, but I, Do you know no, what but else he actually I think said, he said he's, been, he's been stressed. Anyway, I was connecting the, yeah. the stressfulness of – I actually wanted to talk about how fucking committing to something is super hard. It, it's super uncomfortable. Doing well, – I don't think it's just committing to something. I think doing something is with two individuals yeah. who live two different lives is fucking next level hard, right? I, I don't. If I was to do this by myself, I wouldn't. Have done it today. If there was shit going on like yeah. this, I'd be like, "Fuck it." Yeah, and that's that's the thing, right? Like, I think that we're uh, like we're getting a bit fucking. Oh, I was getting a bit antsy before and getting pissed off because, like, I do feel a commitment mm. and I do want to get it done and I want it. And um, and sometimes it, it gets hard, right? And you just want things to fucking work as well. I just want to tell you a quick story today. I I don't know. I might have mentioned this to you, my friend who had his car stolen and when I say car no, when I say me. car it was a mini moke. Do you know what a mini moke is? It's a mini moke. So picture like a fun boy who probably has got his top off. A person. Yeah. Like a like he's a fun person. Yes. A fun boy. Yeah, but like when I say fun boy, I mean like top off, kind of jock, just gone down mm-hmm. to the uh, bottle shop in his little mini moke, which is basically a tiny little car that's like a convertible that almost looks like a buggy that you're driving on the roads. It looks... Was that your car telling you to put your seatbelt on, no, by the way? No, that was my phone. Email came through. Okay. But a mini moke, you just have to Google it. It's like, it's like, it's like not even a car. It looks like a buggy, which I think it is a mini moke. A mini moke. Just look, look it up. Anyway, these are like um, collector's cars. And you can buy them maybe like uh, 10 grand years ago. People buy them oh. for their beach houses. And so they can just cruise around the summer down to like the shops, get food. I know there's heaps in Sorrento um, and there's down, some down in Lawn. Anyway, so he had his that he decked out because he was a personal trainer. He decked it out with speakers and like branding on it. And he had it out the front of his joint and it got stolen. This was like 12 years ago. Yeah. He got a call from the cops saying we found it. And so he was talking with this guy trying to with the owner and the owner didn't obviously steal it. He wasn't the criminal. The owner bought it off Gumtree maybe like a few years ago. And so there's yeah. no receipts, there's no records. He just bought it and transferred ownership to him and he paid I think it was like uh, 10 grand or something, and then went and spent a whole bunch of money. So this thing's worth like twenty over $25,000 now, I think. Anyway, so what happens in that situation? Oh, dude, like what's that sound like? If that's your car and and someone and you find out someone's got it, what you like, what you get it back? 
well, here's the thing. He went to court and he went in front of a judge They because because he couldn't work this out with the current owner or the guy who has it, the guy was like, nah, I'm not going to give it to you. And he's like, fuck, I want my car back. I'll give you, say it's, I'll give you, I'll give you $7,000 and, and you act like. What? Yeah, so he's actually saying you'd buy it back off this guy and wear the cost of it because it was in better condition now because this guy That's dumped the whole bunch outrageous. of Anyway, he, he fucking, the judge awarded it to the other dude. Why? Well, because the judge said that he had gone through all of the, you know, he'd, he'd done the right thing. This guy who bought it through Gumtree, he actually got forms that said that it would be that the ownership had been transferred to him, but all vehicles have serial numbers that trace back to the owner, and so that still traced back to my friend. But the judge said, for some reason, and this is why he's been on fucking 3AW, Neil Mitchell. He's been on all the breakfast shows talking about this because you'd think that it's his car. But here's the thing. Yeah. So that would be like me coming to steal your fucking Mazda, Mazda 2, Mazda 3, whatever it is. Hyundai i30. Hyundai i30, sorry. I knew there was a 3 there. Steal your Hyundai i30. Ten years later, I fucking sell it to some other bloke. And then you find out that other bloke's got it and you can't get it back. So literally the court system has meant this dude can't get his own car back. Was there any consideration on whether your mate had uh, claimed insurance on it already? Insurance like insurance he... at the time of it, and mm. which is he would have got a payout and then the insurance company would have dealt with it, which is why he got roped yeah. into going to court to fight for his own car. Fuck. Crazy. I was just looking at the Mini Mork and it reminds what me. What was it, mate? Moke? Moke. <laughs> Mini Moke, sorry. Mork. It looks like more hot chocolate. Um. Mini Moke, it looks like, and I've just been fucking racking my brain trying to remember. Remember that show as when we were kids? It was like a yellow car and it would fucking move. Like I think when people went to sleep and stuff, it would wake up and it would fucking move oh, around. It had eyes. Creepy fucking what car. Was, what was it called? Do you remember? Fuck, I can't remember that. I've literally, like I was definitely listening to your story, but I was also typing in, Googling, talking car, blinking <laughs> eyes. And it's I've got fucking nothing. This is um, this is what you do when you're on the phone to your girlfriend. You're fucking on YouTube or doing something. I get so distracted on the, in that way on a phone call yeah. by searching online. I, can you multitask? Do you think there's legit? No, no, I don't know. I don't know many people who can. I was listening to a, a podcast, the Kevin Rose, the guy who founded Dig, he's got a podcast um, just called The Kevin Rose Show, and he uh, had a guy on that um, uh, is like a biohacker, like he gets into like doing things for his body to get the most out of it. And he basically, I mean, it's a pretty funny idea of a biohack, but it's um, – what do, what do people go on when it's not Ritalin, but something like that? Yeah, Ritalin's um, fat, like ADHD. No, but there's, there's another one. Um, fuck, what is it called? Uh, D, 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 uh, I can't remember. This is for when you- Anyway, he, he, he was on, um, I've just got, fucking someone sent me a quote, video shoot, Melbourne quote request, sending it 13 minutes ago. Mate, it's fucking 10.45. Um, uh, I was going to get distracted. Uh, the 
uh, and I fucking now I'm, see that I can't do two things at once. I literally went from talking to you to somehow fucking reading <laughs> this email. <laughs> fucking disaster. Anyway, um, he was talking about the. Um, he basically went on this ADD fucking medication, yeah. f- sort of semi faked that he had ADD to be able to get it, and he says his concentration is like it was phenomenal. Like he was able to um, complete tasks and and just work really effectively. But I'm fucking scared of that. I don't think I would ever, even when I probably do have ADD, the idea of taking something. Mm. Scares the fuck out of me. Fucking earth. Do you did you get called? Did the teachers say you had ADD in school? Mum would threaten me. I think I've told you this before. Yeah, mum would threaten me with that she was going to take me to the doctors and they were going to, you know, um, medicate me. They, um, which is sort of a fucked up thing to say, isn't it? No wonder I won't take Panadol and shit. Mate, I used to get told, or my mum used to get told by the teachers at school that I had ADD and that I needed to go and get help. It's like, fuck, man. It's, it's such a, it's a coping mechanism for people to. Adderall is the one that I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Adderall. It's their brain, like brain uh, drugs. Not those ones, but there yeah. is similar ones that increase concentration. And it's, mm-hmm. so they're not actual stimulants. So unlike speed, yeah. it's like speed keeps you up and you, I'm sure you might get a bit more concentration slightly, but those ones aren't stimulating your mind like. Amphetamines are, and so well. He was saying. So he was also saying. You can sleep. What? Um. What's MDMA? Is that what it's called? <laughs> what's that? It's like what's in ecstasy? What's it called? MDMA. MDNA. M. Do it one more time slowly. M for Mary. Yeah. Yeah. D for Dad. MDMA. M- MDMA. Yeah. Why are you saying MDMA? Oh, because the guy also was saying that MDMA has really helped him. <laughs> All right, this guy, I've stopped listening to him. He's a fucking druggie. Really? It, well, it, do you, MDMA uh, is a party he, drug, bro. But he was like, if you take it out of the nightclub and just do it with like in a controlled environment. And where did you meet this fucking dude? No, this is on the podcast. This guy's a fucking idiot. Um, MD, I don't trust anyone. Have you ever done MDMA? Oh, that's none of your business. Okay. Well, that's the answer. <laughs> what was it like? What does it do to you? Oh, mate, it's the, the purpose of any of those drugs is to release serotonin and make you happy. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they do. I, I tell you so. I, you were saying I, that I, your de- voice goes away. You're in, t- in a voice. Um, you can be sort of more social. Um, you, apparently MDMA was used before it was made illegal in the US uh, as a way for people who were going through therapy, they would have MDMA before it because apparently you get super honest and you don't worry about what people think. <laughs> I love it. You there? Yeah. I thought I lost you there. No, what, uh, what are you thinking? Is I don't think I should try MDMA, by the way. Do not. Actually... It'd probably be the funniest one for you because you'd fucking tell every single person in your life that you love them. You'd call, you'd call fucking the person you did a film shoot with when you were twelve years old and tell them that you love them. I just the want to tell you story. So when I yeah. was uh, when I was stripping and um going around New Zealand on that manpower tour, it wasn't manpower. Mm-hmm. It's Sydney Hotshots. 
it was basically the um, reject version of manpower. Perfect. Um, anyway, two stories. The posters that were up at all the venues that we went to were not us. And so everyone would say, oh, they've sent the B-side. <laughs> so sad. Anyway, in New Zealand, this is bringing it back to the drugs. When I went, yeah. I uh, would have been t- 2008, 2009, it was, mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, sorry, I was just trying to work out if those dates were right. Yeah, that's that's fine. Two th- yeah, 2008. Anyway, there was legal party pills. Now, these were things that were sold in like cigarette shops. Um, they were sold, I reckon, I think they were also sold at like, um, what do you call it? Uh, fucking service stations. And what they were, so- were, like no dose. Oh, dude, the furthest thing from no dose. No dose might just make you feel a bit up, like stimulated, like you've had three coffees. I bought these things what called party MDMA? pills. These are legal pills, so I didn't take yeah. illegal drugs. I bought these pills, sure. and I had two of them. Mm-hmm. This was over the counter. Fuck, man, I was flying. It was the craziest thing. It was like could not believe that they were able to sell a drug. It was the closest thing to the feeling of MDMA. If that's like, if you're reading those things about euphoria, feeling happy, feeling floaty, it was like crazy, dude. They've since banned them. So what it was, was a, a certain, certain, a certain strand or certain substance that hadn't been classed as an illicit drug yet. Ah, yeah. So I don't even know. This what is that whole happy herb shit that oh, goes yeah. on too, yeah, right? Yeah, so it was the same thing from the happy herbs. It's like that's where you got them from, those stores over there too. But, man, party pills, not a good thing. I mean, I, I felt pretty average the next day. But I, yeah. I back what do you think, why do you think these types of drugs are banned? Oh, because they fucking are probably made. They're synthetic. So they're probably made in a factory somewhere over in Asia and put into pills and people are di- in, in, ingesting them. Oh, it's like, yeah, like it's they, I mean, they're, they're pretty gross, but I think that's like, the, I th- mate, they're not natural. Yeah. I was actually, uh, I was talking to my Uber driver on the way to um, Sydney airport this afternoon. And uh, he was telling me, we're talking about, um, uh, he's from Egypt I was. I asked him what he was. Um, uh, what he was having for dinner. Are you just? Are you actually said, just writing that quote as you're trying to tell me the story? No, because no, no. No, I was trying to remember. He said that he was having for dinner. Like, what's like pasta mac called? What's that called? Uh, Not uh, mac and ma- cheese. Macaroni but what's cheese. A, uh, macaroni. That's yeah, what he said. He said, "Oh, we're having macaroni with like a tomato sauce." Uh, with like and with charcoal chicken, I'm going to buy some chicken and we're going to cut it up in whatever. And then he said to me, he's like, do you know what macaroni is? <laughs> and I was like, mate, you just think I'm some fucking white dummy that doesn't know anything outside my own house, <laughs> which got a good laugh. But then we're talking about what they eat in Egypt and he was telling me that there's this dish that's like this green-looking soup and he said it's amazing, right? It's one of his favorite things to eat. And he said that it used to be banned when um, during the time of the pyramids being built 
because it's so good that it makes you really sleepy. And if it's made right, you fall asleep straight after eating it. And he said that it's not like a drug or anything. It's just, I don't know if I didn't completely understand it, but um, it did make make me laugh a lot. Do you th- Have you had any crazy conversations with Uber drivers? Any any deep and meaningful? Uh, when I went to Sydney, oh, sorry, when I went to the Gold Coast, uh, because the Gold Coast Airport was one of the first that you could actually get an Uber from. So now in Melbourne, mm-hmm. you can actually get an Uber. They've got their dedicated Uber rank. And so because Gold Coast Airport is like a bus stop in comparison, Mm -hmm. we got this driver who came and she just took us around showing she was like this woman with this big full drive that just was a local and gave us a tour and showed us all these restaurants. Anyway, made a video about it. It wasn't that out there. But when I was a kid, we used to fucking get – um, taxis and this would cost us money because we wanted to go cruising and we'd all chuck in to get 30 bucks and get the dude to yeah. take us down through St Kilda and just down fucking weird streets seeing weird shit. It was like it was so fucking silly but we just thought it was cool to cruise with a cab driver. When? <laughs> I would have been thir- 13. Fucking weird. You were never into car cruising. Were you? Nah, the only the only thing that would have been exciting would have been if it was connected to like a drive through. No, but like I actually had you and your mates. Did yeah. your mates have cars like hotted up cars? You weren't a part of that scene, were you? What mates? What like what universe were you, are you living in? I didn't have any mates. Seriously, I had my mum. I had like even when I was like eighteen, I had Bree, a school teacher that you're uh, still in contact with. I bet. Yeah, I don't. I don't have mates that I'd fucking go cruising with. Dude, we would spend from Friday night till Sunday, like with sleeping in between. But most nights we would be out cruising. This is like for a period of time when we're probably seventeen to eight, seventeen to nineteen. No, seven, seventeen to nineteen. Yeah, and there would be VL cruises. It'd be like RX7 club meets. Actually, yeah. So when I was um, when I was younger, when I was like fifteen, and I was working or fourteen, and I was working on Rodder's Life, that was the shit that I filmed. So I remember going super cheap auto, yeah. and Casey, like in the city of Casey, was fucking big for the the meetups, and I would fucking go and film. People with their fucking cars. Yeah, that's what we used to no do. No interest in it. Go cruising up through the Dandenongs. It was sick. We loved it back then. I think now it's fucking stupid, but it was good fun in the time, getting your mates together. That's when we went as a car cruise and we went to the opening of Krispy Kreme Donut near your, where you grew ah, up and we waited two hours yeah. in the car. You, you know they still do cruises, I think, there like there's and that's a huge thing in america too like um some of these american diners and stuff a lot of their business comes from these cruises because my dad's a big fucking hot rodder and shit and um yeah it's very common burger places donut places they fucking they just give their car park (laughs) up so that people can go and fucking you know show off their cars have they closed down dad's got an impala have they closed down that donut shop Krispy Kreme in no no Nary Warren still there the, the drive through do you know what drive through fucking oath it's still there do you know what would be really fun can we 
let's pick a date. Maybe, um, what are we at now? Episode 28. Let's do um, the one that has the most amount of run. It needs to be a round number. 40. Let's think. It's only only like a week and a bit. Okay. Let's do 40. Let's you and I will go out to Krispy Kreme. We'll get, we'll go through the drive through get donuts and we'll do the podcast from there. And how about that? Not only will we do that, but let's make episode 40 our first live recording as well. So we'll also stream it on social. That's funny. Let's do that. I like that. Remember, feel free to uh, follow along at thedailytalkshow.com. All of the episodes are there. And next week we'll have a new segment, which is called Ballpark Sound Effects. No, we won't. Okay. Um, Good night, everyone. Good night.